Welcome to the Moms and PC School Podcast, a haven for stories of encouragement, inspiration, and insight from and for mothers in physical therapy school. My name is Donette, and I'm a first-year PT student, mother of a brilliant six-year-old daughter, and wife to my husband of seven years and companion of 17. Please join me as I share my experience and those of other mothers navigating through the challenges of PT school with the family and the hope to empower and reassure mothers that they aren't alone on this journey to becoming doctors of physical therapy. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy the following episode. Hello, thank you guys for joining us again on another episode of Moms in PT School. And today I'm excited to introduce you to Miss Jenna Newman. She is also a first year student with me at South College. And she was willing to be a participant and to share her experiences as a mom in physical therapy school. So Jenna, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I just I'm really excited about this. I'm I'm excited to have you. Just like we were talking earlier, everybody's experiences as a mother in this program is unique. So everything that everyone has to share is valuable. So definitely I'm I'm glad to have you here. So before we kind of get into uh just your what your experiences are like, can you share a bit about your general background, your family? how you got into PT, um, where you live, things like that. Okay. Um, well, I live in Knoxville, Tennessee, and um, I am married and have a one child. Um, uh, my son is six, and um, I have actually, for the past 10 years, been working as a, a pharmacy tech. And at the time that I got my tech certification, I had intended to go to pharmacy school and that was my direction at that point mm-hmm. and um after working in the pharmacy field um for a while i realized that it's not what i wanted to do for my career gotcha and but i i didn't know where i wanted to go but in the meantime i got married had a kid and um just gave myself some time mm-hmm. to to kind of explore what my goals were and where my passion laid. And, um, I've been a dancer all my life. And, um, I think movement is so important, so critical to our health and well-being. And, um, while I was working at UT medical center and I had the opportunity to just kind of explore different careers and different paths and, and do some observation and, um, and figure out what I wanted to do because I knew I wanted to stay in healthcare. Right. I just needed to find something that really aligned with my my goals and my passions and and what my values were as far as healthcare and I think that pharmacy is plays such an important role in healthcare mm-hmm. um, but I wanted to do something that was more hands-on more interactive with with patients gotcha. definitely so I landed in in physical therapy wow and so here you are here I am <laughs> Now, was there an experience where um, someone had introduced you to it or had you, you know, just kind of went down a list of things that led you to physical therapy? Well, um, my best friend is a physical therapist okay. um, and she does, uh, uh, she does neuro rehab. Oh, nice. And, um, and I don't think that that's, you know, I think 
what she does is really interesting. I don't think it's what I particularly want to do. Right. But um, when I was pregnant, um, while researching different birth plans and whatnot, I wanted to attempt a natural birth. And I kind of went down this rabbit hole of, of, uh, body mechanics and how our body is supposed to function yes. and it, it it was a serious rabbit hole and so <laughs> I ended up casually reading books mm-hmm. on um, biomechanics and and things like that and and that's so and huge so, when it, especially um, when it comes to childbirth I don't think people yeah. you know really take into consideration what their body's going through at that at that time right. so that's awesome um, and so, you know, it led me down this path of, of, you know, natural movement and how we need to incorporate that into our lives as much as we can. Just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, which has been really challenging to me since we started this program because I'm sitting oh. in the office yes. you know, all day long. Right. It's, it like, seems kind of counterintuitive, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Counterproductive <laughs> to, to what we're doing and, and learning, um, but... But yeah, but that's kind of what really uh, geared me towards physical therapy. And then um, my husband had had some knee problems. um, And uh, whenever he would mention it to a primary care physician, she would just kind of say, well, here's some, here's some pain medication. And, Mm. you know, and I was like, you know, we both said this doesn't, this doesn't seem like it's the solution. Right. And, you know, I said, I really think you need to, to see a physical therapist for mm-hmm. it. And, and he did. And, um, lo and behold, it's a regional interdependence issue with his ankle and, and hip. Wow. And, um, and so now anytime his knee starts acting up, he knows exactly what, what exercises he needs to do to, to get his body back in gear. Right. And, um, so that was some education for you both then. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. And now at that time when he was dealing with that, was that before you started actually getting into, um, take it? it, Did you have to take prereqs or anything again at that time? Yeah. I think that was before that had to have been before my prereqs. I think it was it was during the time where I was like, I really think this is what I want to do. I think this is going to help so many people. Mm-hmm. I think everybody should go to physical right. therapy. Right, <laughs> start advocating. That's how you know. That's how you know. That that's awesome. So you went to, and you took prereqs, but had you had your son at that time? Um. Yes. You did. He okay. Was, he was. I guess he was about four when I started um, my prereqs. Awesome. And. It took me, I guess, about a year and a half to oh, nice. to get everything in because I was still working full time. I switched to um, an evening shift at the hospital to be able to take classes in the morning, mm-hmm. um, and and that was tough. That was yeah. <laughs> was I was going to say, so you you were already getting a little taste of what it would be like, um, right. with being in the program and and having your your child. So. How does it compare? <laughs> um, it's it's actually very it's very different mm-hmm. um, in the fact that well so we had some changes like my husband changed jobs and now he is actually an assistant teacher at the Montessori school where my son goes to oh and so nice. it uh, it took some pressure off for me because then I no longer have to to go drop my son off at school in mm-hmm. the mornings because you know, my husband just takes him. Right. Yeah. Um, but, um, 
I feel like I was actually getting a lot less sleep when I was doing my prereqs and working full time and, and <laughs> not handling it well. Oh, but I can imagine. I I completely understand that. Since, um, since starting PT school, sleep is a huge priority. So I, mm-hmm. I don't stay up all night studying, which mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that reflects in my grades or not. Um, because I feel like once I hit a point, you're not like, going to, yeah. Right. So yeah, anything just, in any way. <laughs> right. Um, and I know that I feel terrible and I don't function well when I don't sleep. So, so getting sleep is a huge priority. Mm-hmm. And, um, when I, before I applied to, to PT school, I met with Dr. Jones, um, because he was in admissions and he was talking about, uh, another student, um, that, uh, and I think she was a single mom, but she just treated school like, like her job. Mm-hmm. So, so she would take her daughter to, to daycare or whatever. And then from eight to five, it's nothing but school. Mm -hmm. And then at five, when she's got to go pick up her daughter, it's, you know, time to be a parent and, um, and just making that time to be the focus for school because Mm -hmm. I, and that's, that's basically what I've done. So 100% during the day it's school. Mm -hmm. So that in the evenings, it, we can have family time. Right. So do you feel because you have that arrangement, which sounds so amazing, by the way, um, I love that you're, you know, prioritizing that and you found a way to. So do you feel like um, that's definitely helped to maintain the dynamics around around the house compared to when you were in undergrad or not undergrad? I'm sorry, when you were taking prereqs, does that dynamic seem different now or improved? It it definitely does, because one of the things that... um, you know, it would break my heart when um, my son would ask if, you know, was today going to be a day that we get to have a family dinner? And Aww. so when I was working, you know, we didn't get to because mm-hmm. I was, you know, five days a week, I was working evening shift. And so um, and so now I get to have dinner with my family every night, which yeah. is, is really, really, it's important to me, but it's really important to our son. Right. And um, so I... I'm glad you listened to to that. I don't think that's something that a lot of people do is take into consideration what the child wants or how they feel about certain situations. You know, um, they think, oh, they're just a kid or this is just how it is, which is to an extent is true. But, you know, if we are able to make some type of arrangements or um, compensations, if it's able to to happen, then I definitely would take advantage of that so yeah i love if that, it's you, something you're that, doing that if it's something that i can do mm-hmm. then I, I feel like i should try to do it mm-hmm. and um you know i feel like if he has needs that we're not meeting um it's it's gonna come out in some other way yes you know i agree um, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> we just we had that conversation just working on on the call <laughs> Um, and and since we've been in this whole social distancing quarantine issue Mm -hmm. um now we've got all of us at home which i had been really really worried about because on the days where let's say there's a school holiday so they're at home while i'm having trying to have a normal study day Mm -hmm. and 
um, I usually find that that has been very distracting. Of course. So I was terrified. And this week has actually gone pretty well. My, you know, we have like some set times where my son knows like this is the time where you've got to have your quiet time and you work on you can play in your room or work on any of your your lessons or mm-hmm. anything like that but this is a time that mom's got to focus and this is a time that dad's got to get his stuff done and um we just try to work back in and right now I'm like trying to schedule in some one-on-one time during the day because otherwise it it just gets a little overwhelming yes with with everybody in the house yes for sure seem like you have that down packed right now so do you feel like you have any kind of concerns or issues with any kind of guilt or feeling like you're able to balance things just because the way that things are working out for you right now I you know I, I'm loving it I'm loving hearing how how this is all playing out for you so I I uh, I would say there's always guilt somewhere mm-hmm. um, I feel like for the most part I'm I'm doing a pretty good job of of trying to fit in time for my family mm-hmm. and it, sometimes it feels like I'm not getting in maybe as much time for schoolwork as I, as I should. Gotcha. Um, so I, and that's that thing that, you know, we, I even go back and forth about that is I know I didn't get in like, for instance, today, I know I didn't get in as much study time as I needed to, but Alana's even made the comment that today was one of the you know, best days that she's had in terms of even with us doing all her studies and schoolwork and everything, she really enjoyed herself. And when I see that in her, I say, okay, you know, this can wait a little bit. I'll, I'll just stay up a little bit later and, you know, do some extra studying. So, um, I, I, that's what I, I definitely have those internal battles with myself of, I, want to take advantage of these times to be with her and just you know spend that time with her versus knowing oh I have this neuro or I have this cardio poem I need you know pulmonary I need to study for but you know it's it's just I don't think there's a a right or wrong way it's just whatever your values are so yeah I it's so difficult because I feel like especially at this age like I can't just say you need to do your own thing because I have Mm -hmm. to do my thing Mm -hmm. I mean we have some of that time but I can't do it all the time because I don't want him to internalize that to be like mom doesn't want to spend time with me gotcha or mom doesn't have the time for me Mm -hmm. I don't ever want him to feel like that so I think today um it's such a gorgeous day outside um, but my husband's been working on yard work and my son's been playing around. And so I, you know, I spent a couple hours outside doing some of my reading, but I felt like I could also be there to say, you know, when my son wanted me to watch him jump off a rock or something, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I could do that. Right. <laughs> Is this, this will make you happy, baby. I'll watch you. You jump yeah. that rock boy. You do that. <laughs> I don't, I would not say by any means that I've completely found balance or like 
the secret to managing any of this. Do you um, feel that's it, an, an illusion? When I hear people say balance, do you, you think that's something that we should really even be trying to attain for? Or should we be using another word? I, I know sometimes I say prioritize, you know. Yeah. But even then. And I feel like that, it's... Even that, I feel like it doesn't work. I mean, maybe you can prioritize moment by moment Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um for me to say that like for these next three months I'm going to prioritize school over family right or family over school doesn't doesn't really work this is such an intense program that I can't just put it on the back burner true um but I also kind of think I don't I think balance is an illusion I don't Mm -hmm. I don't, I would love to, to meet somebody that like truly has it all to <laughs> but, um, you know, sometimes I feel like if I'm focusing on one thing, the other thing is, is suffering. Yes. But, and, yeah. and that might be just, that might be an illusion too. Maybe mm-hmm. something really isn't suffering. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And yeah, that, I, that's that's just one of those, I guess, age-old <laughs> type questions, you know. But I think that you're you're doing great. You're doing amazing. And the times that I have um, seen your, your husband and your son come, even when they come to have lunch with you when we're at lab, I think that is just the sweetest thing. I think that I love that, that they're able to do that. Oh, me too. I think it's <laughs> one of the perks about, about living in Knoxville with this right. program is that <laughs> Because I still get to see them for yes. those two weeks that we're in lab. Right. Yeah, I I love it. Now, when it comes to, um, you have mentioned about, you know, joking around how we sit so much and do all the studying and doing all our lectures. So, you know, plenty of time sitting down. And then with your background in dance, do you... Are you able to find any time for yourself to get in any of those activities? Anything oh, physical? My <laughs> so what I try to do is that like the last ten minutes of every hour, I pull up um, the fitness marshal on YouTube, and he does dance fitness videos. Really, and they're so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's stuff that pretty much anybody can do and I can um there to like current pop songs or whatever and oh I I like that do that just you know standing like at my desk it doesn't Mm -hmm. take a whole lot of room Mm -hmm. um but I usually try to do about I don't know two songs an hour which gets me up and moving a little bit okay Um, and it's fun and um you know because it's just you know one song each it's really easy just to pick one and you know not have to commit to a 30 minute workout and I'm really really trying to be good about first thing when I work (laughs) wake up getting a workout in but it does not always happen but still you have you know the intention it's there in your mind (laughs) and if it weighs heavy enough you have you know you feel bad you're like let me get up and and do something but yeah (laughs) but um Um, you said it was uh dance marshall or the the fitness 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 marshall okay yeah i'll have to look that up and that's is it that's on youtube or yeah okay yeah it's really fun but i also we also live um next to I am's nature center and there's 
Um, also, we have the urban wilderness, which is about, I want to say it's like 50 something miles of trails mm-hmm. um, in South Knoxville. And, um, and one of them comes right to our street. So oh, is- we often go on like short family hikes that can be, you know, as little as a mile or, you know, three mm-hmm. to five miles. So that is nice. Yeah. That is a very nice arrangement. It's really handy. <laughs> so, um, do you, how do you, uh, manage your time in terms of studying? Cause it seems like, you know, on the home front, you guys really have that laid out fairly well. And especially what you're studying, you know, like you said, treating it like a job. So yeah. eight to five or, you know, nine to five, however it may be. I what? I typically start studying around six forty five or seven okay. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, we get up really early. Um, See, I work on that part. For years, my husband worked at Kroger, and he had the really early shift, going in at like three or four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And um, when I worked day shift at the hospital, sometimes I would have to open the OR pharmacy, and so we oh, would okay. we would open the window at. Right. 5 30 in the morning so uh-huh. it means you've got to be there extra early to get set up for everything right. so it's just it's just kind of our family habit now that we always get up early that um, that is a great habit to have I <laughs> I back in the day when I used to work for Starbucks we had to open um at five in the morning but I haven't had to get up that early in quite some time so <laughs> Um, even like we don't even really set alarms anymore. We're just both just awake that internal clock. <laughs> yeah. And what what um, about your son? Is he he's good about um, getting up around that same time or? Uh, yeah, we actually had to get him a clock um, to make sure that he didn't get up too early <laughs> because he would be up at like three thirty, four o'clock. Morning, oh my like, goodness. Like, yes. This is not happening. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but he's finally getting to the point where he can like sleep in till six. Oh, why? And for and to hear sleeping in at six o'clock is crazy to me because that's when <laughs> Alana's that's her kind of like her her normal time for getting up at six. But you know that each each household I know is different how how they do things in terms of what's the norm, but. If she were to get up that early, um, she would promptly go back into her room. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I start from there, and I just um, I have a planner, like an old school paper planner mm-hmm. that I I just plan out every week. Um, you know when our sync sessions are, and um, take a look through how many async videos we have to go through, mm-hmm. and kind of schedule out you know, when, when to, to get all of that in so that I feel like I'm moderately prepared for the sync sessions. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, I do, uh, tend to, to do most of my reading, um, in the evening, like after dinner. Gotcha. Um, okay. So, yeah that's a good deal seeing what the material looks like and and seeing how much i need to dedicate to to each class um i feel like it's it it really just changes yeah every time well 
I'm glad to know I'm not alone in that. <laughs> I don't know. So much is changing for us right now with know. you know the way this virus is going. So, um, you know, people ask me all the time, how are things in school? How's it going? How are you handling? And I'm just really trying to take it one day at a time because what else are we going to do, you know? I know. And and right now, like for us, school is basically the same. Yes, that is true. Else, but everything else around our lives is right. different. You know, it's very different for me to have my family in the house with me mm-hmm. all day long. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's very different. <laughs> and you know, just not being able to, to go hang out with friends. Right. Or, and I, that's something I took advantage of too, just being able to, to drop in and seeing somebody or, or I'll say, Oh, I'll come and see you. And then, you know, something comes up mm-hmm. and I think, Oh, I'll, I'll come, I'll see them next time because there's always next time. Right. And uh, no, that's not, so. yeah, that's not the <laughs> not case. Anymore. Not the case. So definitely making me realize a lot more, um, to be appreciative of, the people and and the opportunities of being able to to see them so, absolutely but i've taken advantage of making sure that at least i call or or text you know more than i i used to just to check right. on everyone's well-being so uh so how has you know with everything you're doing with being in school and parenting how was the reception when it came with family and friends um, everybody was, was, I mean, everybody's really supportive mm-hmm. and, um, you know, my husband has been supportive from the beginning. Like when I was thinking about going back to school and trying to figure out like, is this feasible? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, quite a scary thing yeah. to, you know, when you've been in the workforce for such a long time to think about dropping that mm-hmm. and, you know, living off student loans right. and, you know, um, it was really scary, but, uh, my husband was really supportive and That's my great. mom was super excited. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, uh, I feel like I'm really lucky in that, um, my husband is so supportive and, um, and, I wouldn't say that Tyler's really had to, I mean, I don't want to say this because he's, because he's always been a really involved parent. Mm -hmm. There wasn't, I feel like a necessarily huge adjustment. That's good. Yeah. I love that. He may feel differently. But when our son was born, he was pretty much a stay at home dad. Mm -hmm. So he did a, you know, a significant portion of the parenting. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, you know, I mean, times are changing, but there's still a number of men who really aren't involved in parenting. And so this, you know, had we been in that situation, this would be a huge shock, but right. it's, it's not been for him. And, you know, plus he now works all day long with a whole bunch of three to six year olds. Oh. So. <laughs> So he's funny. pretty good with kids, <laughs> right? And, um, yeah. So, so it it's not been. I would say it was probably more difficult when I was um, doing my prerequisites, just because I was I was not here in the evenings. Right. So it was one hundred percent on him. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm glad that you bring that up about just his involvement with parenting and, you know, doing things, I would assume, you know, doing things around the, the house. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I've actually had conversations with other students before who, you know, they're going to be making the transition, especially well, with this program in particular with South. And but they were the ones that did everything around the house. And that is going to be such a big shock <laughs> if yeah. they're not able to um, to to work on that, those roles. Um, yeah. Because and that's something that I tell people all the time. I really feel so fortunate with Nick because he is so involved. He um, even when it comes to not just being a father, but doing things around the house and cooking. I mean, he loves yeah. to cook, you know, not to say that he doesn't appreciate it when I get in the kitchen, even right. though he doesn't think I cook as well as he does. But that's another topic. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, so he he takes charge of those um, those uh, little things and really makes a, a huge difference on how the dynamic is in the household and even with the responsibilities that I have um, to be able to get work done, you know, studying done right. um, for, for class. So I, I think that's something that parent well if they're in a, a relationship you know if they're if they're not a single parent for the the two family homes is something to really consider if they haven't already um yeah because you know we unfortunately have heard of situations where some families don't stay together till they make the end of the program and you know i know there's a lot of different factors that can play into that but you know you want to take out as many obstacles as you can and right. and being realistic about what your expectation is for your spouse while you're in the in the program is a really big one. Yeah. I think I think for relationships in general it's always important to talk about what the expected roles are mm-hmm. and then this this can change the dynamic so much if you, you know, it, I mean it's going to change the dynamic anyway, but if you don't have in mind what the expectations are then it's just one more struggle on top of an already difficult journey right i mean school is hard being in an accelerated program is really hard yes underline bold italic accelerated (laughs) (laughs) so i you know i mean we still kind of split like the cooking Mm -hmm. and the cleaning but it is split it's not like it's definitely not expected for me to do all of it right um you know i i can't i don't i wouldn't be handling it very well if i was still expected (laughs) to do all of that yeah and i just yeah that that's just something that i really think is a big um a big topic that may not be discussed much between um, people that are, you know, and in relationships, like you said, whether they're married or not. Right. Especially when it comes to specifically with this program, just because of the demands of it. But mm-hmm. with PT school in general, you know, with physical therapy school in general, it's it's difficult, you know, whether you have yeah. the added component of it being accelerated or not. You just, you know, they expect a, a high demand of, um, of knowledge and 
professionalism and preparedness and that it takes time to do that and sometimes that means being a you know having to have that time away for yourself to to get that to get that in so yeah yeah, the sooner they they can understand that and appreciate that and step in then the happier that everybody will be (laughs) yeah and I think it's important to to just for people to know that um, especially for this program because it's an online program and so I think there can be the tendency to think like well I can go at my own pace mm-hmm. or do things whenever I want no, ma'am. and <laughs> I can still like have a kid at home while I do this and and if anybody can do that then props to them you know for for having a baby at or a kid at home oh well we we do have we do know one one classmate in particular who has that situation but um and And I can't wait to talk yeah I can't wait to talk to her about it because I know you know a lot of people are curious how how does that work and I can't fathom it but then again I can't fathom you know people having more than one child and being (laughs) in the program but they do and it you know so that's just not our reality (laughs) I guess then when it comes down to it, you just do what you got to do. That's, that's know? right. If you have no other option, you, you, they say where there's a will, there's a way. And it's true. <laughs> we will make it happen. I was, I was joking around with someone about how being a mom seems like a superpower, you know, because there's times where I didn't realize how I was only living off of, you know, two and three hours of sleep. <sighs> how how did I how did I do that why did I do that first of all and just you know you know having Alanis when she was an infant when I had gone back to same situation as you with going back to do my prerequisites but I had been nursing her for two years so I'm you know in the middle of the night trying to take care of her and then trying to study and it was just but you know you just do what you, you have do to do and you don't really you don't think about it in the moment until yeah. you know you're here and you're reflecting back on it and you just think wow I can't can't believe I did that but if I can get through that then we'll definitely we'll we'll get through this absolutely for sure yeah I have a, a wrap-up question for you what advice would you give to either a mother who is in the program or is considering getting into physical therapy school in terms of um, fears that they may have, any kind of apprehensions, and how they can overcome that. And that can mean anything to you. So however you want to interpret oh, that. Oh, man. Um, I think the most difficult part of um, this whole process has been um, deciding if, if I was ready and willing to take the risk, um, to, to do this. And if I was worthy of PT school, that was really, really scary to me. Mm -hmm. And, um, and could I do it? Mm -hmm. Could I, could I be a mom and, and could I do this? Um, would my brain still hold all the knowledge <laughs> that I was expected? <laughs> and and so once I I 
took that first step and, and started taking my prerequisites, it started feeling so much better, but there was still so much anxiety along the way of, you know, I'm taking all these risks. Will I get in? And then Mm -hmm. once I got in, it was, do I really belong here? You know, all these other people seem so smart. Oh gosh. Yes. (laughs) Um, but, uh, 100%, I think being a mom, you need to talk to whoever your support system is, whether, you know, partner, husband, um, you know, extended family, Mm -hmm. you need to, to sit down and discuss what the roles are going to be and what the support system is going to look like. Had you considered any um, traditional programs? I had, but I also, uh, you know, I'm, I'm currently 43 years old and I wanted to get through as fast as I can. Gotcha. Um, and, um, and so the accelerated portion really appealed to me for Mm -hmm. that reason. Um, the fact that I would not have to relocate my family Mm. was, was really important. Yes. Um, because if we relocated somewhere else, then, um, we wouldn't have like my mom nearby who was, who was a big help for us with watching our son when, when, you know, we need a break. Um, and she loves it too. (laughs) She'd be pretty upset if we relocated. Um, you know, where the other option was, was me relocating Mm -hmm. and then coming in to see my family on the weekends or something like that. Um, that didn't appeal to me either. I, I didn't want to miss out on, you know, watching my son grow up mm-hmm. and being involved in his life. And so, so South college was my, my number one, um, choice for those reasons. That's but, awesome. um, but yeah, it's, you know, and I've never been through a three-year PT program, so I, I don't know what that's <laughs> like, but I know that this is really, really intense. <laughs> so, and yeah, it, it really is. So, but you know all those things that you had mentioned about the support system is is essential whether you are in accelerated or in a you know yeah. traditional program so yeah. i i agree with you on that for sure so any other little uh bits of of knowledge oh god <laughs> I don't guess I th- so. Yeah. I, I think the family aspect, you know, giving a, a realistic expectations and yeah. seeing if they can, making sure that everyone that is in that immediate circle, like you said, can make live up to those um, roles. And if they feel like that they can, um, make that happen. Yeah. So, oh, Jenna, this has been great. <laughs> I know we have, we've talked, you know, plenty of times when, especially at lab and everything, but it's always a, you know, a new conversation and I, I really appreciate your time and just always being open on sharing about yourself and, and how you deal with things. Absolutely. I feel like, I, I feel like it's so important to share. Like I went through quarters one and two thinking like, oh, I'm struggling so bad in this. And then realizing that everybody else is yes. like the same boat that I am. Yes. <laughs> Material <laughs> or whatever. Like, oh, it's not just me. Right. No, not at all. Not at all. And that that was one of the reasons why I really wanted to do this because um, I knew I wasn't the only mother for one. So knowing that there, because we have, I think seven, 
seven moms in in the, our program, I believe. And that sounds about right. Yeah, and six about to be seven dads. Um, so just knowing that, okay, if they're they're here, you know, I'm I'm gonna stick through it too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and just the more that we got to to talking and to knowing how everyone was handling things mentally and um, emotionally, we were just really. Uh, reiterating a lot of the same things. So, mm-hmm. like I said, I knew if I found value in the conversations that we had and just a lot of comfort in it as well. Yes. Um, just being able to have a platform to extend that out to other parents, mothers, you know, especially, uh, definitely was something that weighed on my heart to do. So, just the fact that you and along with a, a number of others classmates who have been willing to like I said open up and share it means so much so you know this wouldn't be possible without without you guys I really appreciate you um launching this effort because I I do feel like it's so important to to kind of get those perspectives out there sure and and I know that you don't have a lot of extra time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I And when we schedule, okay, what is good for you? Because I know, you know, you have family, you have <laughs> dinner time and all that stuff, study. So definitely trying to make sure to keep a, a um, stick to the schedule when we're, when yeah. we're able to. Unless you have, you know, a child that wants to be on the verge of a meltdown. Then right. <laughs> you got to be flexible. You have to be flexible. That's something that South has taught us. <laughs> Being flexible, for sure. So, well, Jenna, thank you again so much for this. Um, thank you. I look forward to possibly having, you know, more conversations like this. Absolutely. And I wish you the best on everything. And we will thank be in touch. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode, which I hope you found to be insightful and encouraging. Please don't hesitate to share this with any prospective or current mothers in physical therapy school as we begin to grow our chain of influence to these amazing moms and students. Hope you'll join us again on the next episode.